0: World War II. An elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The rift release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes. You can listen to The M-Team. Listen to this channel, guys.
1: Hey, listeners! This is Channel Massive, E3 Day Two, not so mini cast.
2: That's right. It's uh, June sixteenth, two thousand ten, the year of our Lord, or is something it, like that. Is it really
1: June sixteenth? I really don't. Yeah. I don't even know the day anymore.
2: Yeah, Wednesday, June sixteenth. God. About ten forty eight p.m. We're uh, heathen time. We're kicking this out a little late because we had to go have a. A burger at some place. In and
1: out, baby. First time ever.
2: God, I've been there. I am seeing grease-colored I think,
1: napkins.
2: I think it was too unhealthy for us to survive. <laughs> I don't feel so good, but it was delicious. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Just I had two, two not, burgers. Not nutritious. I think you just had your your uh, daily dose of. Yearly of fat for like three weeks. No, it's
1: it's yearly for yeah. sure. I'm I'm done. I can I have to eat vegetables for now on.
2: But nonetheless, we have an exciting show. We've been to uh, E3 for day two. Uh, we went and saw a whole bunch of new stuff. Had some interviews. Had some press conferences, and then went back and played some stuff from day <laughs> one that we really liked. <laughs> so. Uh, Hey, it's, it's mostly the games we think the listeners care about. So. Yeah. You yep. could be wrong. You might not like Parcheezy 5000, but we'll see.
1: It's awesome, dude. Fully yeah. 3D rendered. What? What are you using, Parcheezy? I don't know. Never played
2: it. <laughs> Fuck. Just know the name. Yeah. Bridge. It's Bridge. Yeah. Um, in any case, how about we get it rolling? Yeah, let's do it. Musical intro. I'ma let's roll Here we go Cheerio Sirio. Killer with the flow In the blow In the row In the gun go ring Hit them all In the row AK-47 40 44 Let em know From the dough How it go Not a joke It's gonna be a homicide
1: So listeners Time for uh E3 edition Of what we've been playing On the floor
2: <laughs> So we started out uh, We went over to the Terra booth And played played a little bit to kind of reacquaint ourselves with the game since we'd forgotten so much since yesterday um the damned damnedest thing happened I got stuck playing the same class that I played yesterday <laughs> so I played a Sorceress again but then we that was all in preparation for our interview with uh, Brian Knox from in Mass. he's the senior producer for the game really nice guy Took yeah, some time yeah. out and spoke with us and um had a I think a pretty good pretty good uh I don't know rapport with us gamers mm-hmm, slash mm-hmm. you know fans slash media folks, so that was pretty cool, and we have the whole interview we'll we'll play that um towards the end of the podcast for yeah. tonight what did you think about the game? I like it I like the I like the action mm-hmm. I like the fact that you don't you can't use the tab key, mm-hmm. you know you have to actually target stuff. I would like the spells to be a little longer range for the sorceress. Mm-hmm. Seems like you have about a thirty foot range for most stuff. Does it? Does it give you any kind of cue? No, I can't find any way to tell when, the, like the reticle or whatever, it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't um, change color or anything when I'm over something that's out of range. Yeah. But other than that, it's pretty cool, and you can mow down like gazillions of, of enemies at once. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it, it's it's got that kind of Diablo feel where stuff comes and you can you mm-hmm. can get a whole massed throng of mobs around you and just lay waste to them. So mm-hmm. I, I've enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, love the graphics are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought I thought it was really good. The, yeah, uh, the models are uh, oh, incredible. Animations are smooth. Yeah. Bell effects well done. It's got a really really strong art
1: design. Yeah, and, I mean it's it's. Definitely Asian inspired. It's uh, a yeah. Korean game, right?
2: I think. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. He talked to us about how it's kind of a, a blending of East and West um, development efforts, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So there's like a bunch, there's some kind of cross uh, pollination going on there, mm-hmm. which is cool because I like the look. It's like, I think you noticed the dwarves are like. It wasn't a different game that yeah. was uh, that was for uh, Forsaken yeah that's right Forsaken world. we've seen a lot I know so. <laughs> starting to blur it all together yeah but the looks are good I mean it looks really good it's yeah super smooth animation you know you're not going to figure out everything that
1: goes on in what we played it for a total of like twenty minutes yeah running around we were talking to another person one of the exhibitors there just trying to figure out you know the, the ins and outs of it the basics of gameplay itself. Um, something happens to the cursor. Like, that, that reticule. Yeah. Um, during some of my spells, it would change. Huh. Um, it would have this, um, it would, the, the cursor would become, like, um, kind of wider and have a ring around it. And I don't know if that means, like, point blank. You know, you know how yeah, in Yeah, maybe in games, bonus damage thing. Yeah, and like shooter games, you'll have, like, a real, a pinpoint yeah. for uh-huh. assault rifles and then it'll go out to a cone for shotguns. Yeah. I don't know how that works, um, but... Overall, I enjoyed the action system also. I was worried about it. Yeah. Um, it's one of those games that has collision
2: detection, so you're supposed to, as a tank, you're supposed to be able to block people. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. all about that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it's all about this, especially with the guys with the the big lances. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're supposed to totally yeah. form, like, phalanxes and block stuff. So Yeah, yeah, like they, they have these... Uh, I, I think they're called just lancers, right? Lancers, yeah.
1: Yeah, they have a big old lance, and they have these... They have the skill, actually, that they literally dig their, sh- their shield right into the ground. And yeah. they're just supposed to stay put. So if there's a charging enemy, it hits them. Right. Um, and what you were talking about, the mass of enemies, um, it's actually pretty interesting. It reminds me of Age of Conan. Um, a- uh, I think it's Age of Conan. Um, where you'll have minions. Yes. Age of Conan, you have minions, right? Yeah. And these are specific units. They're only designed. They'll do some damage, really, but it's they they die quick, right? There are even skills for classes that will kill it, them in in mass, you know. Yeah. And um, they're they're there to make you feel like you are a badass, right? Right. And and in the game, you'll have these big towering creatures, like they had those trees, right? Right. But you'll also have these little little
2: goblins that you just mow down. And you know what? I've seen that as a theme. It was interesting because Terra's booth is close to the Nexon booth. and Uh A lot of the the two Nexon games that we, well, two of the three that we were really into had Mm -hmm. the same thing where they'd have a bunch of, like, trash mobs that were, like, Mm -hmm. really easy to kill. And then some that were harder, and then, you know, there'd be, mm-hmm. like, maybe a lieutenant type or two in, yeah, in a yeah. wave. Mm-hmm. And it felt... it made it feel a lot like Diablo. It also made you feel really powerful. And it was interesting to see, because, you know, those all have that eastern kind of mm-hmm. influence. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, Terra, the, the two Nexon games, Dragon Nest and Vindictus, they all had that. Yeah. And then we went and saw... later, we saw Rift, Plains of Talar and it didn't have it. And it felt... And as beautiful as that game yeah, is, yeah. and as, as much as it has going for it, it didn't have that, and it felt like I was like kind of wanting that.
0: Yeah, like I've yeah. already
2: started to want like you know, there's this just growing list of must-haves for MMOs, and like every time somebody comes up with something new, then mm-hmm. they all take it. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about that before. Like, already, I was like, oh, man, Rift needs to quickly get the, the whole, like, ultra low trash mob thing together so you can feel like you're... Yeah. A- you know, when your AoE yeah. takes out, like, about ten mobs just as collateral damage, uh-huh. you feel pretty powerful. Or, like, um, not to skip ahead
1: too much, but I'll just I'll just hint out with Dragon Nest. Uh, my favorite class so far is the Cleric. Right. And he has this spell that's so badass in front of him. You know, he starts chanting a bit. And then this aura appears, blue aura hits the ground, all of a sudden a big, huge crucifix comes up. Anybody standing in that area gets blown in a bunch of different directions.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous, like, yeah. it's over the top animation. Mm-hmm. It's great, you yeah. know, art and animation. Yeah. But back to Terra. Yeah. Right? Pretty cool. Super shiny. Very shiny. Right? Very polished. Um, already. Yeah. For I mean, a 2011 release, right? I mean, is it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. The world's. Very, very interesting to walk around. Um, They have... The art style just pretty much pervades the environment and the character design. It feels very Korean.
2: Very Asian, Very consistent art direction. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Notice that. And it's a seamless world. Yeah. Okay? So, that's very important. You know, I mean, you would compare this to WoW.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay? And that I find extremely unusual because it is a Korean game. Right. Right? Yeah. But... Um, in most Korean games you'll go with Ion uh, uh, Ion I don't know if that's Korean but you know Asian, Asian MMOs game. right they are Asian PvP grinders you know right. and that's what happens you get kind of stuck even if it has great story like for me Ion is, is deceptive because I went to check out that story they have these cinematic cutscenes and everything right. and I always have to realize well into it that I don't really like PvP games right, right. Um, but Terra the way they're explaining it is that it's a PVE first and foremost. You're going to have duels and you're going to have battlegrounds. Uh, they will have servers that are PVE and PVP. Um, I don't know if I'm repeating what we said in the interview. We are, yeah. We should, yeah. Okay, okay. But that for the <laughs> that's important. I'd like to say something about that because, like, that gets me interested in the game. I want to jump at it, and I'm not afraid that I'm jumping into something that I'm just fooling myself. That yeah. I like PVP. That's what kind of gamer I am and and since i don't have to worry about focusing just on pvp in the end game i think i'm going to appreciate this a little bit more because it has great combat looks great tons of customization i'm 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 gonna say go what do you say
2: yeah definitely i'm gonna gonna go go for it Yep.
1: okay so what next we got um, Perfect World. No, no, no. no. That was Forsaken Worlds. We got Nexon. Nexon, we did a uh, press conference with them, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. We are getting ready for the press conference, or mm-hmm. maybe it was after. Um, but we went and checked out the three games that, that they had that were really cool.
1: Yeah. So uh, that was uh, Dragon Nest, yeah. Vindictus, and Dungeon Fighter Online, which is, uh, you know, the last one is the only uh, one out of the three that's actually out right now. Right. Okay.
2: Now, what's funny is when when you first were talking about these guys, I wasn't too excited about them. And in order of interest, I thought that I would like. I would probably like Dungeon Fighter Online the most, then um, Vindictus, then Dragon Nest. And after playing everything, it's uh-huh. almost in the other order. Wow. But they're all close and they're different. Like, uh-huh. they're, you know, Dungeon Fighter Online is just kind of like. Double Dragon on steroids. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, Streets of Rage, Final Fight, all of that really good stuff. Golden Axe. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I mean, it adds that stuff that you never knew you wanted, right? It's that peanut butter and uh, salmon. I don't know, something really weird that actually works together. It's a
2: great taste that tastes great together.
1: I don't know. That's not tested, listeners. I have no idea if that tastes good. Don't try it.
2: (laughs) But you've got your
1: beat-em-up mixed with your MMORPG, and it, it, I guess it's the care they've taken in making really badass-looking skills. Oh, yeah.
2: Dungeon Fighter Online? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, if when you first see it, it's such a throwback to the 8-bit thing. Mm-hmm. You know? You're know, you like, whoa, this is new? You mm-hmm. know, People are playing this? Yeah, yeah. people are playing this. 200-plus million people are playing it, and they set the record... Yeah. For two point two million online at one time, yeah, playing one game, one online game at the same time. Yes, it's like uh, they're very, you know, upfront with that stat. Yeah, really. I mean, it's it's definitely
1: good. And the thing is, like, the art design is really important in this because it's it's like Double Dragon, it's like Final Fight. Um, They're not they're not trying to be cutesy, you know. Because Nexon, a a few years ago, when I hear Nexon, I think of Maple Story. Yeah, that's just. I totally think
2: Maple Story, not for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. I know it's super popular. I know it makes them a ton of money. But you got chibi little characters. That I never really feel like yeah. I'm part of the world. This though, they they they're badass anime characters, right?
2: Yeah, totally. So
1: you're you're feeling. And I know I saw you and I heard you uh, during the press conference. Uh, they have this uh, class. Uh, a slayer, right? Yeah. And he evolves into the Soul Bender, where he uses demonic power, right? And in one of the moves, this big, huge,
2: purple demon comes up and swallows everyone. It is awesome. (laughs) And you giggled. I did. I giggled (laughs) a lot during that presentation. There was some over the... The one thing was like the female gunner, like the male and female gunner have different things they grow into. And one aspect that she grew into, she just kept like dropping bigger and bigger ordnance and then finally this giant metallic fist came yeah, like from yeah. the right side of the screen and grabbed the opponent mm-hmm. and just like crushed everything on, on the way there to, yeah. the, to get to the main mob it was after mm-hmm. and it was just so over the top it's like every time I'd see something that was over the top they'd best it with something else all with mm-hmm. really good you know, like, that really good 8-bit art design kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And at first you're, like, laughing at it, and after a while you're like, that's so cool, you know? Yeah, the sound yeah. effects are there, and it's just... Yeah, it's I crazy. Um, I would definitely say
1: check it out for people. I mean, I've played it... I played it during closed beta and open beta, and it's out now, it's released. Uh, they're they're it's starting free. to push out... Yeah, push out the new content, it's free. Um, I'd have to say... It still it has some funky UI things, but don't let that get you down. Just start yeah. playing it, try it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I got I got over that really fast. Yeah. So if I yeah. can if I can get over it, so can you. <laughs> yeah. So check out Dungeon Fighter Online from mm. from Nexon. Okay, so the two other games. Which one you want to go with first? Um. Well, Vindictus, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So so Vindictus is the kind of. Super. Oh, what were they? What Were the what were the fr- the keywords? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They were. Um,
1: they were going with. They introduced at the press conference these three games, right? So of course, we already said Dungeon Fighter Online is that that brutal beat 'em up action, right? Right. And then Vindictus, they said it was like um, brutally beautiful,
2: and that's what it is. Something, right? It's kind of like it kind of has that gritty feel of Age of Conan. Uh-huh. But with the, you know, the kind of realistic, you know, people are proportional.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, the metal is shiny. It is shiny. And it's super shiny. Like, that yeah. steel looks so real. Yeah. The graphics are gorgeous. Everything's awesome. It's um, done with a modified source engine. Source engine. Say. And it's, like, so tight. I mean, yeah. um, for one thing, the environment's destructible in a lot of ways. Yeah. They can hurt you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, you're not just like fighting with your sword and rolling around on the floor and evading stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's the that's the first thing. Tab key does not target anything. Mm -hmm. It's all you have to get in close and hit stuff. And I think it's much more. It's like the Terra stuff, but Mm -hmm. more fast paced and frenetic. And Mm -hmm. I loved it. I got really comfortable, especially the second time today playing it, rolling around and dodging that guy's big mallet.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's the boss's
2: a, mouth. yeah, there's
1: this giant. Uh, I guess it's like a a, a kobold. Like you I was calling it a kobold, kobold but they called yeah. it something else today. I forgot. what yeah, they It's called. like a wolf creature, right? And it was funny. We'll have a, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna post some probably tonight. Um, there are there were some booth uh, booth helpers there, and they had these this weird fox hat or something on. Right? We Yeah. Had to figure out what it was, and it turns out they specially made it because that's
2: the boss you kill at the end of *Vindictus*. Have the the demo, yeah, and it's cool, and he's yeah. so cool. His little tail moves in the wind uh-huh. and and sways back and forth. I mean, the the models and the graph, the animations yeah. are just. And it's the little stuff too, because I think when you, you first see him in the cinematic, he turns around and like you know, breath comes, yeah, steam comes, in, yeah. or yes. Um, but yeah, you know, you're knocking down columns sometimes on purpose, sometimes just trying to evade this guy or uh-huh. some of the mobs, and you're doing all the stuff, and then when we watched the press conference video where somebody actually knew what they were doing played it Mm -hmm. they were doing all kinds of other stuff like grabbing people dragging them to the edge of cliffs and throwing them over Mm -hmm. all really seamlessly you know it's like
1: yeah the, the animations seem to have that really nice slick way of knowing where you are and adjusting the animation to that yeah. so when you get near a ledge and you throw you it, do the throw button or whatever it
2: is um, it will kick them off the edge you know? oh yeah that was the best part was especially the female she would drag them she'd start to throw them off the edge but that wasn't enough she'd also kick them in the ass yeah. on the way over the ledge You know, and, and I think um, there were two classes because um, the classes
1: are kind of interesting like it's not just a class. You are playing a character, right? Right, Like, yeah. their name. You can still, uh, in the final version, you're going to be able to customize them, make them the way you look, um, uh, w- make them the way you want them to yeah. look and all that stuff, right? Them yeah, such. and distinguish them and Yeah, and the, the two classes, you were a dual swords,
2: like, DPS class, Yeah, right? yeah. There's the, the male class, the male that they had was a fighter, like a dual dual-wielding berserker type guy. And then the female yeah. is a typical sword and board kind of character. I, I played as
1: her, and they. Uh, it looked like um, they had you know the controls and everything right near there, and yeah. I was always glancing at them. My character was kind of pretty. Uh, it was neat because when I press the space button, um, I put up my shield, and I did oh, that a couple cool. times. You yeah, it saved block. me. Yeah, I blocked from the the guy's big hammer, and I actually have an ability I didn't quite. You know, get everything coordinated yet. But I guess if I do it at certain times, I can do a shield bash and throw people off balance and stuff. And then yours was like a super dodge. You know, super agile. I'd
2: like run around on the ground, roll around on the Mm -hmm. ground, and get out of the way from that guy's hammer.
1: But I did do a grab move. Uh, I don't know about kicking him off ledges. Oh yeah, she's still really badass because I would grab someone, hold them, drag them away from people. Right. Just get some personal time with them. Yeah. I pick them up and do a backbreaker right oh, on Oh, that's awesome. And I'm
2: just like, this... W- oh, it's just so... It's so natural, too. There's mm-hmm. not, like, a lot of... You don't... You're just, like... You know, when you're trying this out, you're just kind of mashing buttons because of the combat stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. And you're, like... You know, wow! I'm doing you know because there wasn't like the typical one, two, three, four thing. I mean, I noticed one was a health potion or something. Yeah, that that threw me off.
1: Like I was like, how
2: do I do moves in this game? What's going on? But it was more around like just hitting your mouse button and Uh the space button and some you know yeah combos. Yeah, double
1: double clicking. Like fighting in this game. Like, I don't feel like there's a, there's a gimmicky mechanic no. when it comes to the fighting classes. Even though I love Age of Conan's, right? Yeah. I think, I don't even mention it for something during the day where there was just like a weird combo pattern thing you have to do, you know, yeah. eventually for um, Age of Conan with this. No, you are a warrior. Yeah. As long as you know how to attack, you're good.
2: Yeah, and, yeah? You, can, and you can do some, yeah, it's like, it's so natural. and it, It's going to make Age of Conan yeah. feel clunky when I play it. And that slightly worried me uh when i i
1: I played the game and I said, "Well, I don't see how are you going to do magic in the game right Oh,
2: yeah, right, and but at the press conference, what did they introduced they showed the sorceress or some something like that yeah. she was in those spell effects are incredible. Yeah. She did this one thing where she lifted, like, all the mobs up in uh-huh. the air and all this debris just and then just them brought them down. But it was, like, done so, like, dramatically. Mm-hmm. And then she made a golem out of, like, all the smashed up yeah. stuff, like, and chairs and stones. that is
1: amazing. Because the thing is, what I mentioned earlier, where um, the... Uh, columns can hurt you. Yeah, it's because you have these big, huge, ruined uh, Doric columns, right? Yeah. these Grecian uh, columns, and you can hit them, and they will fall. But the ones, the things at top, if if um, they showed a video where uh, your friend, if it's next to it, it will hit them and and you know hurt them. You have to yeah. be careful, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and with the sorcerer's summon, it
2: took all of that crappy debris and formed it to a giant golem. Right. That blew my mind. And then it started following her around and wailing on the enemies. Yeah! And it seemed cumbersome, too. It had, like, that mm-hmm. kind of... But it was huge. It was humongous. It was huge. It was really well done, the whole... Yeah. A uh, big thing to know about it, like, just to give
1: kind of, like, another, another yet another unique thing about Vindictus, your armor, it seems like you're not as attached to armor.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah, he was, like, showing, like... She got the the female character got hit and her helmet was cracked and all of a sudden her helmet flew off her head yeah and she's walking around with no armor on her head yeah and her helmet is destroyed yeah now and this armor looked really really good
1: right yeah I mean, it's it's kind of ornate and like
2: yeah that's the like,
1: a, best kind of way and then it just gets busted it gets broken right right and, and they didn't say this outright um. Uh, hopefully, tomorrow, we're going to get a, an interview with them so we can ask yeah. these questions. But it looks like you deal with you deal with equipment in a different way. Yeah. Uh, you're not as attached to it. Every time you kill things, there are these black... And I actually appreciated this, the animation polluting. Oh, yeah. It's this black kind of uh, shifting goop. And then right? your guy reaches down and clutches it and you yanks, yanks it out. Yanks it out and there's this wild. nice, satisfying yeah. thing, right? Um, and you, you're getting a bunch of materials. I was wondering why I'm doing yeah. this cloth, right? But it looks like you go back to town, and then you you craft things.
2: Yeah, and you know? either
1: craft or trade, or, yeah. I, yeah.
2: I was like, I hope I don't have to craft too much, but
1: yeah, pretty interesting. I know. mean, and the thing is, if you can craft things quick up, you know, and then occasionally uh, spend a little bit more, like maybe we're going yeah. on a boss fight because I know I'm I'm totally okay with like switching to this for Monday night game night. <laughs> oh maybe. yeah. Um, but, you know, you want to do a little bit more. You want to have that that one really nice helmet. You yeah, know? totally. you got to have the e thing. You yeah, know, yeah. Whatever, but... Yeah, or if we're going on, like, a, a harder difficulty, because I'm pretty sure, just like in Dragon Nest, uh, you can set the difficulty for some of these things.
2: Yeah, that's a cool thing. Like, when you go to a new zone, you mm-hmm. can set, you know, easy, normal, epic, whatever... So speaking of Dragon Nest, that was a super surprise for me because, mm-hmm. like, the screenshots that I saw that you'd sent, I was just like, yeah. I didn't watch the trailer, and I was just like, uh-huh. man, you're going to have to drag me kicking the screen <laughs> into that one. And I love that game. It's, mm-hmm. like, kind of whimsical, kind of like, wow, maybe more with a, with an Eastern anime yeah, kind of feel. Well, you know what, that
1: adds up to that me. Yeah. That adds up to me when it comes to, like, you know, wow. Yeah. And, and whimsical Eastern stuff. Yeah. Final fantasy.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: And and then final fantasy crystal
2: chronicles is even, even further in there. Like it feels like that. And you know, it has the same really elegant, um, control system of vindictus basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, it does have the, uh, dispel buttons, you know, mm-hmm. that's been added. Yeah. But, like, a lot of the stuff's really similar. It's, you know, real intuitive how you move around. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, you know, there's, like, the zone zoning stuff's kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and,
1: and they describe
2: this one as elegant, uh, it's like, what, elegant
1: adventure, or Beauty? elegant, no, elegant sophistication, or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And it, it
2: is, it's gorgeous, and mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, there's just a, the you know, one thing about all of their games is their art direction is really tight yes. it doesn't seem like there's you know two or three cooks in the kitchen or anything mm-hmm. like that it's real tight real consistent yeah. um, and and that that game really you know, I, I didn't want to play it, and I played it. So uh-huh. I've played through everything you can demo on it twice now, uh-huh. with two different characters. <laughs>
1: and then we've got, we've got tomorrow too. So yeah. not <laughs> I so know
2: so you're, you're gonna have shine. to keep an eye on me. I'm gonna stray away. I'm gonna go. I gotta go to the restroom, and I'll be back like an hour later. And the big
1: thing with it is the presentation. Like we can compare it to Final Fantasy. We can compare it to Crystal Chronicles. Wild stuff. We don't want you to think that it's a rip-off. No, it's you just know that it's they're trying little... to emulate it, right? Uh, to me, it feels like it feels like its own. Anime series, um, yeah. it has cutscenes, yeah. right? Um, there are there are some mature themes. I mean, someone gets like
2: murdered. Oh yeah, right. Dra- kid kid gets dragged off by harpies. The cutscenes are really elaborate. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil anything. but They're really elaborate mm-hmm. and cool, and, yeah. and it makes the story like really. I mean, even if you didn't read the lore, like pretend. Let's just pretend f- for a minute that I didn't read the lore. <laughs> let's go out on in there. Pretend. And you just relied on what you were being fed by the cutscenes and uh-huh. what you maybe saw. Mm. You go. You know what? You know what the story was. You knew who was good, who was bad, who was you know. Yeah. What was basically happening? And yep. the cutscenes are not overdone. It's not like you know what people bitched about, like Metal Gear Solid's uh-huh. latest thing. It was like it was just enough to make the story kind of yep. mean something. I thought. Yeah. And. I kind of, I mentioned this to
1: Noah because Noah got some time to, you know, go to the Channel Massive side for a bit and, yeah. and kind of check this out. He loved it, um, and he, I was telling him, you know, I kind of hope they don't localize the voices. Oh, yeah, I kind of liked that. It was great. Yeah, because the sorceress, she's like, she she has a high-pitched Japanese voice. Oh, yeah, or it's Korean. Hilarious. I'm not quite sure which... It is you can't really understand even like what kind of language it is because there's so many like hi-ass and stuff like that, oh, right? Yeah. But she sounds badass, you know? And she gets going. Yeah, running around. Yeah,
2: yeah, and
1: the the spell effects just like with that cross.
2: Oh, they're so over the top. Yeah, they're they're, they're yeah, they're they're like way over the top and smooth and satisfying too. It's got that good feel to it for one thing. All three of these games, um, now maybe the servers were local, but the they were extremely fast on the feedback, like mm-hmm. WoW is, you know, versus some MMOs that kind of suffer from that, where you like hit the button and you see the reaction, then you mm-hmm. <laughs> hit the move the key then see the... you know, it's like really fast paced. So mm-hmm. I, I really thought that was that was a that was a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. just a great feel, and I
1: think that's just I think that's just the the. Um the mechanics of the, yeah. the, the, the attacks and everything like that—they, they're just fast-paced, right? Yeah. And I, I think, so far with this action, you know, we've got a theme here, right? People like this action MMO. I mean, Nexon talked about it the entire time that yeah. this is the way that they are going, and and it's super responsive, and people can get into it immediately. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of stuff. Um, but there's still depth for a person who likes that kind of stuff to get into it, right?
2: And then yeah, and then right across the aisle from them, there's Terra, which is like this, you know, spiritually like a sister kind of game. Yeah. Because it has the same a lot of the same assets, the same yeah. Eastern Western kind of. And you're thing. always moving, right? I yeah. think that's the large amount of, of uh, you have this
1: action packed system, right? But the the enemies make you. Stay on your toes because you have so many of them. Yeah. You know? Because one you can kill really easily, but they do mass them on you. Yeah. So you'll you'll die. Oh, yeah.
2: I broke these columns in the wrong order so I could face three bosses... Mini bosses at once just to see if I could do it. Uh-huh. This was my second time through. <laughs> and it was really challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. There are some and there are some great art designs in, in oh, and yeah. for the enemies in and, both of them. And really cool puzzles like things I haven't seen before where you have to go and sink these crystals into the earth, or you have to break these columns that'll open these other things up. Mm-hmm. All real seamless and natural. Yeah. You know. And I'm 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 so Vindiculous
1: was great, right? Yeah. Um did it make Terra somehow lose its luster? I don't think so. And I'm thinking it's because um, Vindictus and those free-to-play games, they feel like uh, bite-sized chunks are really easy to take out of them. And that's what they're meant for because there's not an open world to explore, right? You have a hub town. Yeah. Then you go into dungeons, and you go do stuff, and you go back to this hub town. Yeah. Um, And then Terra is going to be your more traditional... No, no instances but dungeons.
2: Yeah, uh, seamless, huge areas. You uh, huge map. We looked at the yeah. map and we were like, "Holy crap!" Yes, you
1: fast travel with, uh, I think Pegasus. Yeah, uh, of like the
2: Hippogriff and the uh, yeah Anacor or whatever. Yeah, and then you will cool. have mounts. Yeah, um, not to mix terror up with it. It's just that they're so amazingly similar in there. Direction, but mm-hmm. what, why are we so excited about these three, you know, f- games from Nexon? Because they're free to play. Yeah. So there's yeah. no investment, right? Just your time. Yeah. And considering that it's not, you, you know, mm-hmm. it's not these can't be any worse to install than, you know, some of the yeah. MMOS yeah. you get today. Yeah,
1: Dungeon fighters is, is a weird game to install, just because you always start it from the oh website, web. yeah, right? right? And it pops up. It's not quite browser based. Because you are downloading some kind of client. It's updating and everything. Right. But it's so quick.
2: You, you don't know? really... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That... Yeah. so great great stuff from those guys. And, and
1: you see those three games. And guess what? We plan on playing all three. Oh, the, yeah. At the goddamn
2: same time. Because there's no big investment. Yeah. Just time. And it's fun. Yeah. And, and I think it's the shape of things to come for the genre. It's got to evolve that way. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. Because the MMOs are becoming... You know, they're losing the whole, you know, target, target, you know, fire and forget thing. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then, like, the shooters are starting to get, you know, leveling and, and skill trees and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, added into them. And it's, like, all converging to where, yeah. you know, people are just going to have an expectation of just good gameplay. Yeah. You know?
1: And that's, oh, here's one thing. I just thought of this. Sorry. <laughs> but I didn't see this in either Vindictus or Dragon, uh, Dragon Nest. It was in Terra, and I really kind of liked it. Um, The Cleric class and the Archer class that I played, they both had spells. um, uh, One DPS on the Cleric side was actually a healing spell where uh, the description is that you hold down the button, and then you, um, you press the button, and then you paint on to different targets. Oh that's cool. Yep. And then you press the button and it uh, with the archer it rapid fires, all of a sudden bam, 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 oh, that's four awesome. yeah, four of the minions were dead, right? And I was like, that happened, I, I blinked, and it was done, right? That's awesome for yeah. the ability, right? And then the clerics is heals. Oh, awesome. You're painting heals onto people. I think you can charge it. So, I, you know, I was running around with you. I was right. just trying to keep up with you. Oh, yeah. And you were going off killing things. I was just waiting for you to get your butt kicked. You were you're getting a bunch of aggro. And I think I painted, like, four stacks of a heal on you. Oh, that's what like, was
2: going on, yeah. Pshh, yeah, because yeah, after a while, I was trying to get overwhelmed. And because you did it
1: because I healed you. <laughs> yeah, because
2: you were healing me. So, that was cool. That was yeah. Good, good, yeah. Good time. Okay. What's next? Well... We went to watch the trailer for Warhammer Forty K: Dark Millennium. Not a lot to say about it. We've included the trailer in the show notes, and um, it was certainly an interesting trailer, but mm-hmm. nothing playable yet. You yeah, know? looked cool, looked it great. Didn't
1: looked like there was gameplay in there, or it was the it was the engine.
2: Yeah, I think so. It's just you know you just it's just hard to. It's hard to take take much out after you've been able to play okay. with stuff hands on. Yeah, know? but it looked gorgeous. The graphics were great. Mm-hmm. Saw it all on a gigantic ass monitor. so that, it was a Great the sound dis- system. Yeah, the
1: display area was badass because wasn't it like an imperial cathedral?
2: Yeah, it was so cool. And and earlier in the day, they had these guys in the in the the suits wandering around. You mm-hmm. know, and they were huge. The, the actors were either on some kind of stilter. They were all like seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. Yeah. and it was really cool because they were clinking they, around they had the
1: chainsaw yeah stuff. they
2: had yeah. these gigantic weapons and they were clinking and I hope they do it in the morning tomorrow yeah too. we gotta get so, it right
1: yeah because we got pictures for remind me when we get off here to post that kind of stuff because we got the Imperial Chapel we've got um a bunch of other stuff from THQ right and, and just uh oh I've got a really cool cosplay of uh uh, Isaac from Dead oh, Space yeah. Two, I mean, just a bunch
2: of fun stuff that I to remember to post on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. One one sad note to the whole THQ Warhammer 40K MMO E3 demo, um, as reported by um, who is this? Oh, Computer and Video Games, was that uh, at an E3 analyst meeting last night? Um, the VP of THQ, Danny Bilson. Said that he wanted to show the Wow House that Warhammer Forty K is doing a lot of stuff. It's currently not. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, don't sh- don't take a shot across right. the port. bow. Yes. Oh, let's see who who last tried to leverage a Warhammer, you know, franchise to uh-huh. to threaten Wow. So yes, it's oh like, my God. oh, I can't believe that somebody did that. That never works. No, I mean, it's totally just.
1: Don't. Just be humble. Don't be a douche.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, that's an interesting thing, and it'll be in the links to the show notes if you mm. want to read it for yourself. There's not a whole lot there, but there's a... They show the trailer and, and some other stuff mm. if you're interested, so...
1: So, you, you, at one time, split off to go and do some secret mission, or...
2: I was checking... You know. I got invited to um, see some kids' games mm-hmm. for the, like, educational games for the family and for, and for kids, like, ages... It was, like, four to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was anyways how old is your child uh three and a half pointless, yeah, pointless obviously I was yes there's no reason Out of for your this. depth is what I say, yeah, and that's what I said I said <laughs> I think this is a mis- mismatch because I'm I, you know I do you know games for grown-ups and it's not uh-huh. nintendo oriented, so then I threw Noah's name to them and said, bother him. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, I checked them. I checked out the games, and they're pretty cool. They're educational mm-hmm. for the DS, um, and then for the Wii, they have stuff to bring kids and the family together. So mm-hmm. that was um, Mentor. Uh, Your yeah. what were they called? Anyway, it was, mm-hmm. it was a pretty cool company. And while
1: you were doing that, um, there are some sections that I don't know if you're particularly into. Um, like I don't think you're not really a Japanese RPG player. Right? No, I think we had a dis- we had a discussion about this. Um, during lunch one time or dinner, where you grew up on the Western
2: RPG side, right? Yeah, like the Gold Box TSR stuff, like mm-hmm. Curse of Azure Bonds and Pool of Radiance and stuff like that. And I grew up on the
1: Japanese RPG side, right? Right. So there are some places that I go to and feel completely comfortable, which you don't give a real to ask about, like the Square Enix section, right?
2: Yeah, Square Enix. I'm like,
1: yeah, you're just like, what is this, right? So I
2: just, I just uh, did the cat claw hiss thing. Oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want to get a little bit closer. Couldn't see that. Oh man, that's scary. Actually, you know, I I bought Final Fantasy XI, Mm -hmm. right? And I just couldn't.
1: But yeah, and that's that's because of a different thing, right? MMO, yeah. right? Yeah. That's going to catch you because of that. could not dig it. <laughs> but um I went over there because I wanted to check out what was coming out. And you know, Square Enix is starting to become a more of a publisher, too. Mm-hmm. So they have things like, what, Supreme Commander 2 came out under them, a few other things. But uh, what I wanted to check out was uh, Front Mission Evolved, right? Um, that originally was a turn-based... Um, Mech style, story driven uh, RPG, okay oh, okay. yeah, so it's one of those things you have the you have the the table. You have little squares you're going through, and you're doing turn-based stuff. You know, really cool animations, though. Sure. Um, it felt like Battle Chess at times, because you oh, get wow. there and you get to see these cool finishing moves and stuff. This is not that, though. <laughs> I Funny. think it's an American developer, and maybe they're trying to Americanize this, a hmm. bit, the, the franchise. It's a reboot. I don't think they're trying to make this a new franchise. Right. I think it's almost like a side story, right? Oh, um, it. But it is third-person mech action. Okay, right. which sounds badass, right? right? These mechs are not slow. <laughs> okay, at least most of them are. You actually right. have pretty much weight classes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you can load them out. And what I was uh, told is that you know by the end of whatever, how many hours it is to complete this game, you can have a completely different one. Oh, if you that's want a cool. tank, if you want a walking tank that's slow but has just guns all over. There you go. If I want a roguish one, that light armor but super fast, I can do that kind of stuff. Oh, that's Um, cool. I... They had all these pre-made ones, and it was actually in multiplayer. Uh, They they had a bank of TVs, and we were all hooked up to multiplayer, just killing the shit out of each other over and over again. It was like robot hell, right? Um, I was unlucky enough to get one of the shittiest robots. Um, He... It was neat, and right. I, could see, I could see where they were going with it, but I had a shotgun. <laughs> I had a shield. Those were my offensive and defensive things. Oh, wow. And I was super slow. I wish I was faster, you know? I had yeah. these quad legs, so I was real stable, um, but I couldn't ever do any damage to people. And the only thing I could do with my shield was either block, right? And I would get these weird procs of, like, perfect shield, right? Where <laughs> it looked like, like maybe... Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. And right. the person, the exhibitor... They really didn't know either. Uh, I would ask so. questions. They were immediately like, and I'd be uh. like, just walk away. So I'm trying to figure out stuff, and I'm just dying over and over again, and it's because I think it was going against my inherent playstyle, which is dodge, weave, find those roguish fast classes, sure. right? Those guys were tearing me up. Uh, they had blades. Over. They had a blade, and they were just coming and smacking me, shooting me with assault rifles. I was like, this is the, I'm going to walk away. Just because i'm I'm not enjoying this game right but it's just I think it's because all the other TVs are full and I can't get to the one I want to all you know? oh, right so and then then the other one on the other side was this game called Jack. which is weird um, huh. in a good way I truly right. like it's Japanese and and something uh, and something that I, I I'm kind of intrigued by um, if you've ever played a gamecube game called Geist, or a PC game called, I think it's Omnicron. Mm. Uh, it had David Bowie on the cover. If oh, yeah, I remember, and I never okay? played it. Well, those those have themes of um, you are not really a character. You are a soul. Oh, And right. you are taking over bodies. Messiah was another one. Oh, okay, yeah. uh-huh. um, Where you're taking over bodies, right? This game, um, you are kind of just like a soul who inhabits these bodies, and, and it's a shooter, okay? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had actually the multiplayer... Uh, it looked like a multiplayer arena where we were just killing each other. But this is the interesting thing about it. It's it's almost kind of like almost Demon's Soul. Oh, uh, okay. you, you know that game from uh-huh. PS3? Yeah. Um, we were actually playing um, one person on this bank of TVs. That was their game. Okay? And we were the blue souls. Anyone who was helping him were blue souls. And we were going through a story section. Oh, weird. Then there were red souls. And you could see if they were inhabiting a body because they had this red mist on them, right? And they were actually playing the bad guys um, and and just trying to impede our progress. And I asked, why would they do that other than to grief the hell out of us? Why would we even let them in the game? Um, we're getting experience in leveling up the soul, right. and they by opposing us, you know, uh, they're getting experience to level themselves up for their single-player game. Oh wow, weird! Yes. That's mind jack, mind jack. Huh. Right? and I don't know anymore because that was the extent of the exhibitor's information well, on that's that. Pretty wild. Yeah, it's enough for me to probably check it out again. Yeah, and maybe try to find uh, somebody. The hard part about Square Enix and those bigger booths is they have that section, which is kind of like a throwaway thing for anybody to come and play. Oh, sure. Then they have the you know appointment only area where you're talking to all the devs, and we didn't set up that beforehand. So right. I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah. Um, what else for you?
2: Well, then, later in the day, um, we went to the uh, Gazillion press conference to see Jumpgate Evolution. Mm-hmm. That was pretty interesting. It was not quite what I expected. A little different. It was, it was smooth. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's come a long way. Yeah, the big thing to know, right, is that they've changed it again. I know. It keeps changing. I feel sorry for anyone who was, like, waiting for this to come out two years ago. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, they've changed it again. They've come up with some new... Story to back everything, I think, or mm-hmm. they redefined it. Um,
1: yeah, the big thing is they had a bunch of arcs. You know, they were going to make this a big, huge MMO, right? Something almost that you created your own story just because it was such a big world that you could hop into different right? arcs. They they cut all of that crap out, and they're focusing on one theme, which is
2: a combat. war. Yeah, war yeah. and combat and three factions. Um, anyway, it was it was pretty interesting. Um, we got to we got some hands on time. I think I got most of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Unfortunately not for you, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know it's it's um it's just hard for me to be excited about it. I don't know. I don't mean mm-hmm. to diss the people that you know their product or anything like that. I just didn't, I didn't connect with. I guess maybe after all the highs from the morning, mm-hmm. I was a little jaded or something. You know, uh-huh. maybe maybe later when uh, when the beta comes out, I'll be I'll view it in a new light mm-hmm. but um it, what was the game that Net Devil came out with that was the car racing the car um I keep wanting to call it Auto Duel but that's not what it was it
1: oh was, are you talking about the one that was a, um
2: Nancy Soft yeah, game they shut auto, it down Auto yeah. Duel Auto I'm oh, embarrassing I can't but the thing about that was it had three factions as well mm-hmm. and they seemed like very similar <laughs> Even the color schemes were kind of reminiscent of what in in this game to those, mm-hmm. and I think that um, both started with Net Devil. I'm just wondering if there's some kind of common commonality, even though this is kind of, you know, been taken in a new direction. But yeah. it's like that whole three three faction thing, mm-hmm. you know. Just to tell you, through the power of Google, auto assault. God, I was thinking that. and I thought yeah. it's wrong. Okay, yeah, auto assault. You know, mm-hmm. which. Um, it, in some ways, it reminded me of Auto Assault, and th- I think that's what's been nagging me this whole time. Mm-hmm. Was it felt like a space version of Auto Assault? Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind Auto Assault, but I didn't think it was a compelling game to pay a fifteen dollar a month subscription for. Mm-hmm. Free to play, totally different deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, well, I mean, I got to while you were doing that, I got to talk to
1: one of the devs, uh, and I was trying to. Ended up, I don't know if it's actually recording. we we'll kind of, I'll have to go through it and figure out. We'll probably post it on Fridays, la you know, yeah. E3 Day Three if it comes out to be anything. Um, but I was, I was curious about this because you know they're reducing the narrative uh, complexity, expanding that out. You know, because I mean yeah. the the idea of a war. Um, that's a big thing, so it's okay yeah. for them to do that. Yeah. And it sounds like the idea they're going with is they're starting with combat, and yeah. that's the big thing. They they tell you uh, they told us in the press conference that um, you are not a commander of a huge frigate; you are a
2: dogfighter. Right. That is what you are trained, and that's what you are good. And you're, a, good for and you're an ace. Yeah. You're a pro. Yeah. No matter which uh, faction
1: you're mm-hmm. with. And that is not something. And I, I said it to. To him, also, that's that is the exact thing that is not in Eve at all, right? Right. Yeah. Right? You you do not control that one thing and dogfight around and stuff like that um, with Newtonian physics and all this craziness. Yeah. Um, it feels like that's where they're starting. They're getting combat right first, and maybe, yeah. maybe they've changed it so much because they've had to shrink that down.
2: Yeah, maybe just to it, get this thing out the door.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, they. I mean, I think it's a good choice for them overall. Yeah, you know, if they got a. They got nothing get seemed
2: cheesy or anything like that. It, it was beautiful. Solid. It was great graphics.
1: Beautiful, um, absolutely nuts. Yeah,
2: it just whew. I'd have to say that. Yes, yeah. it was, it's was, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um...
1: I just. I, I'm already super. Ex- I'm the kind of character who. I don't really. I don't really do uh, RP. But I yeah. like exploring like that. And I like stuff to do other than combat. Yeah. Um. So I wonder what their plan. I'd like to know what their plan is when it comes to. We've got this perfect combat. We're going to come out like that.
2: Yeah. But we're going to make sure to tell our, com- our community this is what we're working on. Right. We you know. have a long term plan to make yeah. it more than just. Combat and mm-hmm. and sucking in trash and scanning stuff, right? Yeah. Um, what else did we see? Um, we let's see. Oh, we saw a Rift demo. Yeah, Rift
1: is not playable there, at least um, not by us. Yeah, so um, they have a like a really nice setup. It's try on Games, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have End of Nations, and they have a Rift uh, Rift Plains of Talara. And of course, out of the two, right, we got stopped by uh, Rift. Yeah, we were we were straight off of Terra. Yeah, which was this fantasy world. We were all jazzed up. We wanted to be in another one. So when we saw this huge, they literally have a Rift from the game. Right yeah. over this display. the life rift, right? Yeah, it's a life rift. It yeah. was
2: crazy. It's this crazy plan, and I tweeted about it today because it was scaring me because it's up above <laughs> us and it and smoke comes out of it at yeah. times and it's just really creepy. It, it looks great, um, and the game is beautiful. I was going to say, of all the art direction that we saw today, like every of of it all, I thought that they had the best, mm-hmm. like the the colors they were using and the shading and everything. Yeah. It just really was. Yeah. Poppin for me. It was really good. It's a wild card game for me. It's I, 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 we didn't get to play it, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's it's missing some of the things we we're we're now accustomed mm-hmm. to having.
1: <laughs> yeah, from this the,
2: morning. And the thing
1: is, we didn't get to play it, so we don't know. Right. Um we got to talk with the dev a little bit. Yeah, which is cool. Um and um it was kind of a real casual kind of thing, and he was talking about that it is more of a traditional MMO. Um, maybe a little bit more on the actiony side. Um, uh, the art design that you mentioned, I yeah. think it was too complex to digest in a display. Like, I yeah, th- there was a lot going on there. Right?
2: Well, yeah, one of the things, you know, outside it was gorgeous. Like, you know. um Easily as pretty as Age of Conan for like the grass yeah, flowing yeah. and stuff, but with a but a better color It palette. is not as dismal, no. And, and that's that it's is Age very of vibrant, more like yeah. you know Avatar kind of. Mm-hmm. As far as the colors are just really yeah, bright yeah. and shiny and suck you in, but then I noticed he's like, and we also have dungeons too. <laughs> when he went into the dungeon, it wasn't just a cavern. <laughs> it was like it was like a. Or, you know, it wasn't like a hallway, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like this big open expanse with these, like, stalactites and stalagmites that had been mm-hmm. roped together to form support structures. Yeah. It was really like a 3D dungeon. And uh-huh. when you first got to the edge of it, you are like, holy shit!" It was huge. Yeah. And very daunting looking just um, because you you saw that you could, you know, follow a path over to the right and then have to go to the left and then you'd have to go yeah. up and down. And it was like an Escher drawing almost.
1: Yeah. Was. Their use of color in the design it comes out to be uh not it's not gar- garsh or anything like no like they they have vibrant colors yeah like when the life rift comes up that thing comes out of a big huge rift which is like almost a dimensional portal right yeah and this essence of life is coming through and there's like fruit and stuff
2: on it right yeah it's crazy and gyms yeah a- and it changed the whole color scheme because it was like a typical sunny day outside, mm-hmm. and then this thing came and changed the sky, and you know everything started to like f- metamorphosize and flow out of it like mm-hmm. a new reality sort of as it rifted in. And then all the there was the creatures that were there, but then these new creatures came that were from the plane of life that were different. And yep, and, and you have to there's something like it's it is
1: it sounds like it's a response to public quests. And yeah. Things like that that are interesting and popular for like the first week and then people don't want to
2: populate them, right? Right. Yeah, he was saying it. it's like it was like they're totally going for emergent behavior with mm-hmm. some of that and then they're hoping that the players will will work with it because he's like you know it can totally it's not deterministic it can totally be a different outcome yeah. everything is dynamic yeah and we you know i don't think we understood enough to understand the consequences yeah. fully i just knew it was cool looking yeah and the thing is i
1: still he sat there and explained those things he talked about the rifts i want them to be more than just public quests yeah totally. um, but we don't know like yeah. we didn't get to play it we don't know and with that with that to really see if it works out, you have to play the game for a yeah. week or so. Like You have to see what's actually going on. He hints at some really interesting things in that the rift starts to open up, and if you just let it slowly grow, it will be... He's called, he says it's permanent damage. Yeah. And he says that these different servers can have like uh, completely different layouts because of this, right? Right. Or, if you want to stop you know, this eventual permanent damage, you can almost pretty much just flip the switch, make it pop now, and take care of it.
2: Right, um, which, is what, which our, what the demo did. Yeah,
1: which is interesting, but I wonder how is it set up to make it um, less of annoyance, where like I'm running yeah. through zone questing, and then it's like fuck, I got to do another rift. I'm just you know? a lifesaver. Oh, yeah, it's pardon. the same thing. No one <laughs> yeah. else is gonna do it. It's gonna mess up my area or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's interesting or what. Um, and then then the other thing that's kind of a wild card is the the spec system. Do you know class system? Did you? Did you kind of get what they were talking about? I didn't that? really
2: get it, yeah. You've got souls. You are a... Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. They really kind of went through it too fast, but yeah, yeah there's yeah. like three different branches per class or something like that. Something. Soul, i got to look at that again. Different soul. Look.
1: yeah. You get souls, though, and you unlock more souls. Each one can be tailored to a different class. Right. So you can eventually have like this mix-match custom class um, that's unique. Completely unique. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but that's that's why it's a wild card because it's like, what? I'm yeah. not gonna know
2: until I get in and play with it what that really means. Yeah, I didn't quite it was too fast for Um, what else? We as part of the gazillion thing we saw the Marvel Hoop superhero squad online played that. <laughs> yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. It's cute. You know, I don't wanna spend too much time on it but mm-hmm. it was it was just kind of cool. It's all the Marvel characters going to have a whole bunch of microtransaction stuff mm-hmm. in the future. Um, yeah, they haven't worked all any of that stuff out yet. But yeah. uh, The big thing that gets me is, is,
1: you know, it's I saw the logo right as they're moving things around and everything. You get to see the Unity engine logo, yeah. which is the same engine that uh, a kids game called of uh, Fusion Fall from oh, okay. the Cartoon Network. Uh-huh. They, they did it, and you look at that thing, you're like, well, this is. This is about what like almost like a browser based game is gonna look like, right. Kinda, ooh, right? But this this superhero uh, superhero squad online, pretty.
2: It is pretty. It was funny because the uh, the the woman who spent time with us on it, she's the community director, and I don't have her card with me right this second, but I'll I'll make up to make it up to her. Um, but anyway, she was saying that um, the 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 folks that provided the Unity engine to them came by and saw it and we're mm. like oh my god this is the best looking game we've seen with the, our engine and it really is well yeah, done it looks
1: like the cartoon you know which yeah. is like
2: this I think it's like a CGI yeah.
1: kind of cartoon the,
2: that, you know yeah. the, they're, they're d- the superheroes all look kind of like have kids kind of shapes you know like mm-hmm. the bigger heads and smaller little bodies you know it's yeah. like the It was cool. And it's officially an alpha, right? So there
1: really isn't a lot to say, but it's got potential. And I hope that, like, um, I don't know, Free Realms and, like, Wizard 101, that they're able to capture that parent-child addiction (laughs) that they
2: get into, you know? Yeah, I think that's what it's pretty well aimed at. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And then we were going to continue our epic battle
2: that we started... Oh, yeah, with... The, day one. Um, Street Fighter, or Capcom versus... uh yeah, Marvel, versus Marvel Capcom 3. 3. Yeah, the rules have changed, and now people aren't relinquishing their spots.
1: Yeah, they're doing it more of like... Which I don't think... It's like, the point of having these displays is for everyone to at least try it, you know? Yeah. And, and what they're doing now is on day two, they're doing it kind of like a traditional arcade, which is kind of cool to see, right? Where yeah. Where pretty much... Um, you know, loser leaves, and the winner just keeps staying, and which causes the winners to keep getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
2: so I was frustrated, but and that.
1: I wanna, I want to kick Mark's ass, people. Yeah, he wants to. I don't wanna. I don't wanna have to because I don't think I'm. I'm no. I know I'm not good enough to beat someone else, especially when I played the yeah, game we both once left. yesterday.
2: In sadness, we left. And where did we? I was pulling off some good combos. Oh. Yeah, he was uh, juggling people up in the air. Yeah, we went back to <laughs> DC Universe. Um, just to make sure that our initial impressions were what they were, and
1: to play together, right? Yeah, we
2: played. So. Yeah, because we played it separately, and we had a blast. You know, yeah. I mean, we were defending our control points, and we were locking people down. Mm-hmm. I I naturally like. I started
1: with the the keyboard, but I immediately went to the controller. I think that. The setup is is really nice. I to did the, the
2: same thing. I was gonna I was gonna make a note to play with the keyboard and mouse, and I ended up going straight to the controller. Mm. And I'm just used to it now from yeah, playing that game, yeah. and and it was fun to play a different kind of character. Mm-hmm. I think you played the one I played last time, right? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. You were running up and down the walls, and all yeah.
1: That? Well, no, no, no. That's that's the interesting thing about it is they're they're adjusting these character builds on the fly. Oh, okay. Um, like um, the character that I initially played. Uh, I thought it was weird. She, she was wearing the epic gear. you know to make this clear that maybe we did last time, um, you um, okay, okay, people, you know city of villains, city of heroes. You know you go through that story arc and you eventually get to one of the signature heroes and they will give you powers and other things. Uh, you become their you know their their buddy and you get to go and do missions for them, right? in DC Universe on, online they're going to have that where you eventually build up to um, loyalty with a certain hero and each one of these demo characters um, had the epic highest gear that you could get for some of the heroes so yeah. i l- look like a guy from halo but he told uh, the person the exhibitor told me that i was actually wearing the most elite lex luthor gear oh
2: was that, that was yeah. cool looking it was green that yeah.
1: makes sense um, and then the one I played yesterday, which is this winged woman, was actually... The one the, I played today. Yeah, which was the, actually the most elite version of Wonder Woman. Really? So, yeah, I thought it would be Hawkgirl.
2: Oh! It was Wonder Woman. I can see that. No, I wasn't playing that one today. I was playing some woman who looked like she had a Joker, Joker mask on. Right? Yeah. I assume it's Joker. Maybe? She
1: looks badass.
2: Yeah, she's got, like, these crazy spider legs coming out of uh-huh. the back and... Yeah. yeah. And then we saw like one guy had like a Superman logo. Yeah, he looks like steel. If anyone knows, if I was a comic books, um, and he looked like
1: steel, uh, and he had uh, the S, and he had a, a beautiful looking cape and everything like yeah. that. Um, and then we saw in the character selection, I think.
2: Oh, the uh, Batman. Batman.
1: He, it, oh, here's another one for you guys. Uh, Batman Beyond. If you've ever seen that cartoon, he looked like that, but he had a set of metal uh, bat. It looks like a bat logo wings.
2: Yeah, um, that was crazy looking. Yeah, this armor looks super shiny. Yeah, super shiny split. and the, move, the it's just so fast paced, mm-hmm. um, really fast paced game and the mm-hmm. movements just, I mean, the animations are just. Yeah, I mean that's my theme tonight. The animations are good, yeah. but we've seen some bad ones even recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's, you can't take it for granted. I mean, we've seen games come out with just crap animations. Mm-hmm. I won't, I, won't, I won't pick on anyone in particular right now. <laughs> well, but. I'll tell you, the travel powers still still,
1: made me giggle and made me super happy because yeah. one thing I realized this time was that I was an acrobat. Uh, before, you know how you said you were running on walls and everything? Yeah. They changed that halo-like Luther guy into an acrobat. Oh, Because cool. it kind of fits him better. He's got yeah. almost like a tech suit on where he's getting these weird superpowers. So I was able to glide and I was able to immediately crawl up walls... Right? Oh, yeah. And that's the big thing in, champ. we'll say, Champions. Yeah. Any of the ground-based abilities, like tunneling. I love tunneling. Um, super speed. Stuff like that. You're in these big, huge metropolis cities. Oh, you know, you have to get up on this building. You know what you have to do in Champions? If you need to get up really high up on a building? You take the
2: elevator. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn, I wish I was that powerful. Yeah. yeah. This
1: you run up the building or as an acrobat you climb a building. building
2: yeah yeah so pretty cool oh, oh and then there's just some good mechanics like i didn't quite understand what i was doing but i had these um, i had these like smart smart grenades or something mm-hmm. on a tether mm-hmm. and so when the when the ultimate um, wonder woman mm-hmm. hero would come by and i'd try to take her out of the air it would throw the tether up, and you'd see the line go up and hit her, uh-huh. and then it would pull her down, like uh-huh. to slam her to the ground. And really, she'd be grounded for a while, and then I could go and work on her there. But it was also fast paced; it was just uh-huh. hard to follow. Yeah, know? yeah, it's it's
1: going to take a while to get used to. It. But when as we played it, um, I kind of got it a bit right yeah. because I had. It, I think the big thing is we are playing characters that are super end game.
2: Yeah, right, that's, that's and you the get problem. so
1: many abilities. Yeah, and the big thing is too. Um in this build they were talking about, there's no way to find out any of the abilities, what they're actually doing. You just see the right. icons, right? Yeah, So I found out, after half the time I've been playing, I have a drone. And yeah, I did summon too. him. Yeah, and then you attack something, and they'll shoot missiles, and you're like, "That's half my DPS right there." So the
2: guy told me, "He's like, summon your drone." I'm like, "My what? I, <laughs> I don't know what, dude. I've only been here for two minutes. I don't know." This yeah, thing. yeah.
1: The big thing that was validated for me that I had a lot of fun that I didn't think I would were those weird. Snares.
2: Oh, yeah. And you put
1: someone in a ball,
2: The right? energy ball, and then they start yeah. rolling. That's so funny. They start to just roll like a Chinese a ball.
1: And you're slamming the uh, square button to get out of those things, right? Yeah. So there is a way to fight back with it. Um, but I loved it because I froze Superman, you know, the guy who looked like steel. Uh-huh. And I froze him in a ball, and he's sitting there. And the guy's like, run up, run up, run up. And you hold the circle button, and I picked him up. And we're in this big, huge tower oh, trying yeah. to hold this point. And I just chuck him off and just watch him go...
2: No, that's all great. the way down
1: the bottom. And he's gone for like a minute while yeah, I'm fighting this. Yeah, he things. has to
2: figure out how to get back up. Yeah, there, yeah, you know? he's,
1: he's flying back up. And I don't have to yeah. deal with him till then.
2: It was really satisfying to watch him just go... Wee, yeah, Wee-hoo. they've done a good job with it. But yeah. well, I, I think that pretty much is it for today. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, what we're going to do now is roll our our interview with uh, Tara our first game Tara with Brian Knox uh, the senior producer yeah and I, th- I think it's a good interview I think we, we we went into it wanting to know what makes your game different I think we heard mm-hmm. a few things that resonated
1: yeah hopefully yeah. I didn't I, I get I get super excited about it so hopefully I didn't cover it too much but um man I'm I'm. it's a go for that it's a go for Vindictus a go for Dragon Nest I'm we're probably going to off here edit this podcast and try some dungeon F- uh, fighter Might online. Dungeon fighter online. Um
0: yeah. So those Good games stuff. a big new action MMO that's coming and uh, you know it'll be here uh, next year and uh, the great thing about Terra like I said is the action combat so we have a non-targeting based system which allows users to really kind of uh, you know where they hit is what they're going to get in terms of uh, the combat. So you're not having to target something and then you just kind of smash some buttons and you're playing the UI around the screen. It's like you're swinging, you're focusing on the middle of the screen. Um, it works great with a controller, it works great with a yeah. keyboard and mouse. Uh, it's really an, more of an action RPG than uh, you've ever seen out of an MMO before. Yeah, I liked that when I first started playing it, my
2: reaction was to go for the tab key to start uh-huh. cycling targets and nothing yeah. happened. And I was like, oh, yeah.
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. (laughs) 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 It's a different experience, and when I uh, started looking at Terra first myself, like, the thing I noticed in the videos is there's lots of movement, and you'll notice that, like, people have to move in combat in Terra. You're not just standing there just, you know, whacking things and just clicking on buttons. It's like, you're moving all around, you're dodging, uh, you're jumping out of the way of things, and, you know, trying to position the enemy so that the, you know, the archers have an easier aim, the healers aren't running around after you, because the healers can't just target and heal either. They have to run after you, and so you have to really kind of keep your form in your party. Right, right. How
2: long has it been in development? I, I understand it's it's released in Asia? Now, no, not, not, not yet. It's not yet. Oh, so okay,
0: 2007 so. started development, I believe. Okay. And, um, you know, Korea's looking to launch later this year. Oh, okay. So it'll be initially launched in Korea. Yes. And then yeah, subsequently it's, yeah, as soon as we can
2: next year for us. So. And, and target platform is purely PC? Purely
0: PC, right? yes. Right. But we noticed with the Xbox. Yeah, it, the I mean, it's just, or, it was one of those things that obviously um, like, a controller is not the most popular thing in Korea, but when we right. plugged it in and we started messing with it here in the West, it was one of those things. It's like, hey, this works really well here. I yeah. we think it could bridge the gap for a lot of console players looking to come over. Uh, you know, it's not a solution that's going to work solely for the controller. Like, we're not developing like that. We know that you're going to have a keyboard and a mouse because of the chatting and the things and all the community oh, sure. stuff. So, you know, it's just one of those, like, extra things if you're out in battle and you just want to, you know, play away with the controller, run an instance of that. You can yeah. Do it. yeah,
1: it feels really natural. Yeah. yeah,
0: that was the thing. I was came to mind to me, yeah. too. I, I like to try both when there's an option, and, uh, yeah, it felt pretty, pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, we're going to do some tweaks to help it, but, yeah. you know, at the same time, we're always going to assume that people have all three, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, okay. Interesting thing
1: I, I liked was that uh, it seems like each class has its yeah. own form of mobility. Uh, so, like, the warrior and everything can dodge around, but as soon as I switched to a cleric, I felt vulnerable. I felt yes. like I needed someone backing me up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Every, every class moves a little different, has a little different evasive type of moves. The archer, for example, can actually actually physically jump backwards to kind of put distance between themselves whereas the warriors kind of like roll out of the way and you know the, the lancers will put down their shields and actually physically stop monsters from getting at you right okay, okay. and the sorceress her move like, is like it's kind of a jump thing is yeah she does something similar to the archer where, yeah. or, she, or he I guess oh, looks <laughs> yeah. backwards yeah oh, kind of yeah. yeah I liked that I was like oh that makes sense you know
2: when right. they're trying to tank right or, or something so when it comes to the
0: balance of PvE and PvP right what kind of game would you call this? Uh, you know, there's actually a very strong focus on PvP. Uh, you know, we're not going to... You know, we're going to have PvP available both as uh, like battlegrounds and duels. Uh, across all servers, but then we're also going to create PVP specific servers that have world PVP. So really, there's a little bit of you know for whatever anybody wants to do. Uh, but there is a large focus on PVE, which we think is something different uh, coming out of an Eastern game. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, talking to one of the exhibitors, um, he was telling us that there's no hit point bars
2: for the monsters. Yeah, for, like, like the, for the boss, boss monsters. Mocks, yeah. Which is like really a cool challenge. Yeah. Because at first you're like horrified, but then remembering like raiding in WoW or something. Like that, where you know, I, I think your spirit would be broken at some right. points. Where seeing the sliver of life on a boss mob, a boss bo- mob, you're like, okay, I can take it anyway. I think
0: this, like, uncertainty, having to rely uh-huh. on the animations and stuff, is like a real yeah. Inc- yeah. All the visual indicators, it's yeah. just, It's a much more engaging experience on the middle of the screen instead of like a scripted mathematic equation. Yeah. Which it can get into in a lot of other yeah. yeah. And that really excited me because I, I love the Monster Hunter series. Have you ever oh, heard of yeah, that? yeah. yeah. Okay, so Capcom has created this
1: great way of there's no hit points you know you have to go off the reaction of them, and you have to deal with your party members and everything like that and I never thought it would be in an MMO right so to be surprised just now by the idea of that like right Absolutely exciting. cool. Cool. Yeah.
2: It's awesome. um, so, how many classes are there? So there's eight classes. Eight classes. Four of which are ranged
0: classes, and four of which are melee classes.
2: Right. Oh, okay. And do they are they just playing uh,
0: classes throughout the game, or is there some kind of evolutionary system? So we're going to be thing? adding in a skill point system. We haven't really okay. given it a name yet uh, right. because it was it was one of the things that our players gave a lot of feedback in on our recent focus group test. so right. Like they wanted ways to differentiate their class, and so you're going to be able to add points to certain skills to get some a little bit better than others. And kind of pick and choose your way through it but we don't really have a name for it yet right and it's a factionless game right yes so it's kind of like a, so you're, it, you're not given an enemy you're not given like an ally so right. it's, you know the political ebb and flow of the game will change you know every day out. Uh, does it come any um, tools for like you know making a guild's life easier right off the bat or is that something for a So we'll, we'll have guilds that have you know, ability to rank different members in different ways. Right. Uh, Guild will also play a major role in the battleground system as well as our political system, which is a way for players to be kind of elected to office Oh, that's or, cool. Uh, it's basically you know wealth, uh, battle, and uh, popularity to be elected. Oh, that's cool. You're not going to have like an interstellar council or anything where folks... We're calling gonna... the Circle of Archons. I mean, <laughs> they can actually elect an x which is kind of basically the president of the servers. Oh, really? Wow. wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And, and I'm assuming you're going to have both PvE and like open PvP servers? Correct. Correct. So if it's, if it's a PvP server, that means you can... Basically PVP in the world, non-consensual. So you have to kind of watch your back at all times. Gotcha. Whereas the the non-PVP or the PVE servers, maybe that's not the best name for it. But uh, you have to always consent to PVP. So you basically can't get ganked, I guess. Is all oh, right. The, yeah. Is the, the game, game term
2: for it. Right. Um, can you tell us anything about your plans for the battlegrounds, as far as the any anything that set it apart, or you know? Make ah, it,
0: we, we have some cool things we're not talking about okay, quite yet. It but but uh, yeah, boundary. right. Yeah. Our main focus here at E3 is kind of just debuting the game. And show it off like, you know, hey, we're here and, you know, we're kick ass end of the world. We got tons of action. Oh, right. So,
1: the, the one thing I was interested in, uh, uh, the uh, exhibitor told me to, like, like, zoom out on the map and actually see how large it was. Because yes. I told him I really enjoy, like, the
0: PvE experience. Uh huh. And it's huge. Yes, it's like 50 plus zones and it's just, you know, tons and tons of quests and all of them. It's thousands of quests. Our writing team is working in the west here with the team there and actually creating quests that will be into the game. So, it's a real collaborative experience of really trying to get that you know, strong emphasis on Western storytelling throughout each zone, so they kind of have their own little subplot that adds to the larger plot of the game. So, so how do you travel
1: around, and is it is it instance-based?
0: So, oh, there we go. So it's an open world. It's not zone-based. Uh, you can take the Pegasus from different areas. It'll kind of shortcut you through some things, and you can teleport. You have scrolls. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get around. We're going to be adding a mount system. Um. So it's you know traveling is fairly easy, I think, but it's a huge world and it is seamless. So. Okay. So it's totally. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. And then, but we do have dungeon experiences where you can instance in and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So gotcha. Both gotcha. Both outdoor and instance ones. Um. Are you planning on having
2: any kind of web integration for it for like offline, like the armory type thing?
0: Yeah. You know, we're we're exploring everything we can do. You know, it's all a matter of uh, you know, resources and time, yeah. right? And so what can we get in to make? Because we don't want to release anything kind of half-assed. Sure. sure so yeah. you know, our web experience is something we're detailing now. We've listed out, like, our giant wish list, and, you know, I would expect to see a lot of those type of, you know, features you'd expect from an MMO, yeah. whether it's, uh, you know, an item database type of thing, or, you know, being able to view your character profile, and all that type of stuff. And hopefully we can take it up, you know, one notch further. Yeah, standards, yeah. And uh, I noticed you didn't do anything crazy with the chat system, it seems pretty, uh... Yeah, and, and is <laughs> one of those weird areas in Terra that you don't, you kind of take for granted in other MMOs, but yeah. when you try and chat while you're doing action combat and terror, it doesn't work. No. It's <laughs> too hard. So you have to, I mean, so we're really trying to explore the best way to integrate voice into the game. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, we're going to have to provide some sort of solution because we think it'll be pretty necessary, especially for, you know, some of the, the encounters and the instances oh, later Oh, yeah. On. That would be awesome, like, to have voice, like, maybe V-Box yeah. or
2: somebody like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Guys are- so, I love... Creating
1: kind of like deep, in-depth character stories and everything like that. And the races are, um, I don't particularly run as nuts. Like, they're just, they're a very unique race. Yeah, yeah uh, a
0: little animal the big kind of the yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, at
1: first, from the video, so you look at that, uh, was that Popolo? Okay. That character, I thought it was just a badger, But when I go through the character creator, there are cats, pugs, weasels, oh, really? cats. I, didn't yes. I didn't check that out. I kinda got a little upset. Like there's this sweetness that kinda, <laughs> kinda got me, right? But the thing is, like I heard there's no traits, you know, you can pick any class Correct. for and
0: you know, you're not restricted. Well, so the way we're doing it right now actually is we're we're exploring the all-race all class and seeing how that balance plays out. And we're, so i wouldn't say it's decided yet, uh, but you know, we're trying to do as much as we can. So. And I'm totally okay with that, uh, but I'm, wanna, I'm wondering if your race, does it affect the story at all? Uh, so, there are specific like, race areas, but everyone can kind of take part of it, that makes sense. So, like, there's a Popori village that has a lot of the Popori storyline to it, but, you know, a human can go and run those two as well. But do you, uh, are you funneled that way? So as a Popori, are no, you? No, you no. Start there? Uh, okay. if, you know, you kind of can go where you want to go with your level, so uh, you're not necessarily funneled one way or another based off of the uh, race. Okay. But race differentiation is a really interesting area because you don't ever want to pigeonhole somebody into a, a race just because it's the best. Yeah, yeah, So, like, it sucks if, like, you have to be a Baraka warrior because that's the only good Baraka warrior. uh uh-huh. Or oh, yeah. the only good warrior. So we're right. trying to find, like, vanity ways of making the races better or worse. Uh, you know, maybe it's fun skills that don't really affect gameplay, but, you know, at least it kind of sets you apart. Well, that's a good idea. Um,
2: so I, I guess my last question for you is kind of, um, we've talked about, like, a lot of the things that it's got that are in common with other MMOs in the action the whole action thing is totally different,
0: right? right? Is there anything else that you would say really differentiates it from... I think the, the unity and the, the no-faction part, right? Got it's it. Because all the races are united against this common evil, the Argons, right. part, and they're part of the Valkyrie Federation. And sort of this... Unity in the game is really kind of a unique feeling throughout the story and everything, because everyone's just, you know, throwing it down for the Federation and trying their best, right. you know, to help propel this evil. And so I think it's kind of a unique uh, world setting. Oh, know, that's cool. You know, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not this war-torn, you know, Right, or right. Or ravage the land.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I find it kind of unusual because it is it's a it's an Asian-based MMO. When I think Asian-based MMO, I think like hardcore PvP grind yeah. fest stuff, you know? Yeah. and I love PvE. That's what I that gets me sticks me the game, so it's surprising to have something that's tailored towards PvP. Yes. I, I guess my last question
0: 不要說 yeah. yeah. Processes. We're working with the dev studio to streamline it as much as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, hopefully we can get to the point where all the updates come out at the same time. Gotcha. You know, that's, that's definitely our goal here. Um, you know, the launch won't be that way, but hopefully after that we can we can start syncing up closer and closer and closer. Yeah, that's that's always reassuring when you know that you guys are trying to work out that issue
1: that has happened many times before. you're yeah. it's
0: like I want it. So, so the good news is though, we do get some advantages by launching a little bit later. You know, we kind of get the, those first couple patches that kind of iron out all the. Yeah. you know yeah. they, they kind of the test for as of the launch. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing for launch. So. That's true, yeah. I kind of know what your infrastructure right. can handle. Exactly. <laughs> on. That's, <right>. yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's great. That's great. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah uh, I thanks for it. your time, Brian. Uh-huh. Appreciate it as well. Yeah.
1: So that was our interview with um, Brian Knox uh, Tara sounds super neat right hopefully yep. uh, make sure to you know write in comment tell us what you guys think about this stuff that we're doing um, tomorrow last day it's E3 day three we're going to be kind of uh, scavenging we're going to go through both halls and try to check out the games that we've been meaning. Um, to see just have either haven't had time or are doing some kind of interview um, we want to go and uh, get a, kind of an in-depth interview with uh, the guys over doing a Vindictus and then also um, do an interview with the uh, Perfect Worlds uh, and Forsaken for the Forsaken World yeah uh, and check that out find out more about that because that's another one that I like I I'm said before it's pretty interesting looking um I hope you guys like it. I'm having a ton of fun. Feedback.
2: (laughs) Give us your feedback. Send us some love.
1: (laughs) Right on. Okay. Bye-bye.